Hi everyone, and welcome to the For Us podcast. I am your host, Nilani Vinodia. Here at the For Us podcast, we talk all things mindfulness and self-care. As we're learning to become the next generation of leaders and changemakers, it's important that we learn how to prioritize what's important in life and take care of ourselves. That's what we do here at the For Us podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the For Us podcast. Thank you for tuning in this Sunday. I hope you guys had a good week, a good weekend, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Yeah, I hope you've been having a good week so far. As always, let's start today's episode with the things that I'm grateful for. But today we're going to have two things that I'm grateful for instead of three. Honestly, I've been thinking that like with some of these extra things that I have in the podcast, like um, the three things I'm grateful for and then the quote of the week, I'm ready for some change in that as well. And I'm kind of thinking like I, I'm taking away the quote of the week for a little bit. Um, I want to find something that's a little bit more, I guess, applicable, if you guys know what I mean. So I'm trying to find something else to put at the end of the podcast instead of the code of the week. So we're not going to have that this week. And also, I think three things that I'm grateful for is taking a little bit more time because, I mean, I explain a little bit. So we're going to stick to two things that I'm grateful for now. I just think that will work a little bit better. And yeah, it'll give me a little bit more time to elaborate because this is a podcast. I love to talk, guys. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that I'm grateful for is all the creativity in the world. And especially in that, I'm talking books and movies and all these crazy cool inventions that we've come up with to, ent- to entertain ourselves. And especially books. I'm a regular bookworm, but last week at school, we had like these standardized tests. They took up a good chunk of the day. So our teachers are like, okay, well, if you finish your test early, read a book. So I would bring a book every day that week and I was reading and I read so many books in a week. I read A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens and I annotated it. I love old books. Old books are oh, beautiful. <laughs> and then I read The Ichabog by J.K. Rowling. And then I also um, started The Hunger Games. I watched Hunger Games before, but like I never, like I think I read them. I think I read the first one book or first two books, but I never like got to sit down and like read them all cover to cover. And I read the first one. And I'm on the second one now, so yes, I am a little bit obsessed. Um, but as a fangirl, Harry Potter is my true, my true love. I can't, I can never leave Harry Potter. Okay, I'm going on a rant. Let's bring it back. But yes, books are beautiful. I am very grateful for all the creativity in the world, all the great books out there that I've been reading. And yeah, something that's really important to me. So I'm really, I've been appreciating that especially. And number two, this one's a little bit more specific, but I've been really grateful for, like, just people, all of the kind people in the world who just do these random acts of kindness every day. And what brought this to my attention was, like, yesterday, um, me and my family, we were, like, out, 
and I was wearing a nice outfit and this random girl, I've never seen her in my life, she came up to me and she said, I really like your jumpsuit and then walked away with her friends. And that made me feel so good. And I just, I appreciated that so much. It's just something as small as just going up to a person and saying, I like your outfit is could change the person's day and it it was incredible how much that that just it made my day so I've decided that like I want to at least try, at least try to do one random act of kindness a day um and I think for a lot of people it's just like overcoming that that one bump in the road of oh well what if people look at me weird what if they think I'm weird like no no things are weird for being nice it's it could make a person's day just by holding a door or or just giving a compliment it's it's so crazy how one person's actions or words can just make your day it's it's incredible I'm I'm really grateful for all the people out there who are doing that now doing random acts of kindness just to just cause and I want to start doing that as well you know more consistently so those are two things I'm grateful for and now let's get into today's episode I want to talk about quieting negative self-talk and in a couple of other episodes I've been mentioning that oh yeah I'm going to do an episode on self-talk but this one's a little bit more different. I've definitely talked about it in a bunch of other episodes a little bit, but this episode I really, really want to dive deep into quieting negative self-talk because honestly, I think this is probably one of the most common problems that especially teens and preteens face today, and even adults, I'm sure, and even some, you know, children and people below the age of whatever, 13, 10, whatever, whatever age you are, negative self-talk is real. And it's not fun. It's not fun to deal with. But that's what I want to talk about today. So first of all, negative self-talk is your thoughts. It is your thoughts and they're more on the negative side, right? I don't like to just put labels on things and say, this is negative. This is positive. You need to be positive. It can't be negative. No, that's not that's not how it should be at all so I just want to say in general that negative self-talk is your thoughts that are very degrading to yourself and your sense of being as well as your your negative self-talk is what compares you to others what compares you to things on social media that that's that's a voice in your head saying oh my gosh, I'm not as skinny as her. Oh my gosh, I'm not as smart as that person. Oh, why am I so stupid? Why am I so dumb? Why can't I do this? I'm so stupid. I'm never going to get that's the negative self-talk. Those are the thoughts, the stinging, stinging thoughts that pinch us. Like, I don't know what bugs pinch. I don't know. But like, these are daily, daily thoughts. We all have them. And a problem is that we should not be having these negative thoughts as much as we are. And I think a lot of that comes from the society around us. And, you know, this this 
negative self-talk is the main factor that's stopping you from taking opportunities that could be great for you. This negative self-talk is stopping you from being yourself. And that's what I realized. It's like, for me, like, I was going through a lot of stuff with, like, my friends at school. And I was dealing with some people that I didn't want to be around. And it was just a whole lot of just craziness. And it's good because I've distanced myself and I feel a lot better for it. But when I was around them a lot more, I had a lot more negative self-talk. And when I was able to distance myself, I felt like I could really be myself. And I think toxic people have another factor in this. Not not even toxic people, but just people who may be like more negatively minded in general. Those people could definitely have an impact on how much negative self-talk you have. And another thing with the whole idea of like friends and, you know, not only that, but just like people in general and how that affects your negative self-talk. I know a lot of times, like with friend groups and like with teens and stuff, we joke around about like, bro, you're so stupid or like, bro, I'm literally so stupid. How could I get this wrong? I know it's a joke, but it's really not. Like we need to snore. We need to normalize just not doing that in a way because as much as it's a joke, our subconscious doesn't take it as a joke, right? It's not funny to joke about stupidity or any of that. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a dork, but it's true. Like, it's it's not funny. And we need to stop making all of that kind of stuff funny. Like, oh my gosh, I'm literally so stupid. Like, it's not. We, we shouldn't be taking that stuff as lightly as we do because – now in our minds, it's become so normalized that it's normal to think about that as yourself. And we need to stop doing that collectively because that I think that is encouraging a lot more negative self-talk than we need. And your inner critic, which is the, the voice within your self-talk and your negative self-talk, that your inner critic will come up at any time. But especially when you're in uncomfortable situations. For me, this happened actually, like, like in uncomfortable situations, this means when you're just not in your norm and you're just like in a weird spot. Maybe even physically you're in a weird spot. One example for me is like when I, when I started track, like th- this is my first year doing sports at school. I've never done sports at school before. This is my first year doing track. And when I started track, you know, I was really uncomfortable. I was really weird and awkward at practice. And then slowly over practice, like, okay, I found the people I like to hang out with. I found my groove. I found my normal. And then we went to our first track meet and my mind was like crazy. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I cannot run. I, how, how do I even run? Like I can't run. And it was a whole lot of negative self-talk that I was then projecting out loud and, you know, negative self-talk also projects. And when you project your negative self-talk, it could also have an effect on others. And I'm not saying that you should completely keep your thoughts to yourself because we need to express that, you know, we are having negative self-talk and we need help. But we should not be projecting it in a way that it's going to harm others. And I think 
like especially for me like at at the at that track meet it was just it was a whole lot of uncomfortable situations I was in a new place I'd never been to a track meet before it was my first time you know running at a track meet and like I said it comes up all the time it could come up at any time really negative self-talk but especially when you're in uncomfortable situations so what I would recommend in when you know you're going to be in an uncomfortable situation take a few seconds take a deep breath focus and just think about what you're doing in the moment right don't give your negative self-talk space or capacity or attention to be there be in the moment so that your negative self-talk doesn't have attention to be there. And another way to prevent negative self-talk is to change your perspective to a wide range, right? Think about your problems, but pan them out. Pan them out into a wide scope of things. Like, by this I mean, like, imagine you have problems. Okay, I'm not going to say imagine your problems because we all have different problems we're dealing with. But imagine that your problems are spread out on one long piece of paper. Which one do you feel like you need to focus on first? Take that one. Focus on the problem. See how you can solve it, work it out. Move on to the next one. Take one problem at a time, just like we do in math class or whatever other class. You take one problem at a time, you solve it, then you move to the next one. That's how we need to take this. We need to focus on one thing at a time and focus on what we're doing in the moment. This is going to push negative self-talk out of the picture because we're not giving it attention to be there. And I'm just going to say right now, that encouraging positive self-talk is harder because you can't force positive self-talk. It has to come naturally. But I will say that as negative self-talk starts to fade, the positive self-talk starts to fill its place, right? Think about it like this. You have a bottle that you can fill to 100%. If it's filled 70% with negative self-talk, you only have 30% left to fill with positive, right? But as you start to pour out the negative self-talk, more positive self-talk has room to fill the bottle. You see what I mean? So as we start to get rid of the negative, the positive starts to come in naturally. So don't try to force positive self-talk. It's going to come as you get rid of the negative. So I would say focus on ridding yourself of toxic negative self-talk because the positive self-talk will come naturally after that and remember that there is a difference between constructive criticism and advice for growth versus negative self-talk right negative self-talk is straight up saying oh my gosh i'm so stupid i'm so dumb how could i have missed that how could i have missed that constructive criticism or growth is saying okay, what did I do wrong here? And how can I make sure that I do not make that mistake again? There's a difference. And I'm not saying that we need to get rid of constructive criticism because without constructive criticism, we're all going to become arrogant buffoons. But we need to understand that there is a difference between the two and negative self-talk is not constructive criticism. 
negative self-talk is not growth. It is holding back from growth. So we need to get rid of that and make room for the positive self-talk to come in. And also, I'm just going to say right now, guys, what I'm about to say is so cliche, but it actually works, right? When you when you notice that you are, you know, kind of drowned in the negative self-talk, you're going down a rabbit hole, take a second and I want you to ask yourself, would I say the things that I'm saying to myself to a close friend or a family member? I know this is so cliche, you guys probably hate me right now, but that's okay because I promise you this is going to work. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, this dress, this, I look so ugly in this dress. Would you say that to your best friend? Would you say, oh my gosh, you look so ugly in that dress? Probably not. Think about that for a second. You are your own best friend. You will be with yourself forever. You are the only person who will be there forever for yourself. So, think about that. Would you say that to a close friend, to a family member? No. So why do you have the right to say anything like that to yourself? Another thing is that, okay, this is a little bit quirky, but I've seen a lot of people like talk about this. It's like putting a name to your inner critic. (laughs) And I don't know, this is kind of, cool but when you put a name to your inner critic to the voice saying oh I'm so stupid oh I'm so dumb you're identifying it and you're acknowledging that it's there but you're not giving it space you're not giving it attention like one example that I always think of when I think of this is like in Luca they always say silencio Bruno which is I don't it's not their like negative self-talk it's just the fear the voice saying no I don't want to do this so one thing you could say is silencio Bruno to the negative self-talk when you when you know it's coming. Or, you know, you can name it whatever you want to. You can name it Oscar the Grouch or, or Debbie Downer or whatever you want to name it. But, like, when we see other people, we like to put a name to the face, right? Do the same thing for your negative self-talk, for your inner critic. Put a name to those thoughts, right? Say, nope, not today. So that no, not today, Debbie Downer, no, not today, Oscar the Grouch, and push away those negative thoughts, right? And just, yeah, I think that, I think that helps, because you're putting, you're putting a category, you're putting your, you're putting a, a name to, to that, so you can acknowledge it more, which is, I think works. And another tool that encourages positive self-talk is actually affirmations. I did an episode on that. So if you haven't listened to the affirmations episode, definitely go listen to that. I talk all about affirmations and things like that. But actually affirmations do help to encourage positive self-talk. So if that's something that you're struggling with, definitely use that as a tool. Affirmations are great. Um, But yeah, definitely listen to that episode if you haven't. And also, I also want to point out that negative self-talk is... 100% based on speculation, right? Let's take the example of my track meet, right? I was speculating the entire time. I said, oh my gosh, what if it's so hard? What if I fall? What if I trip? What if I get disqualified? What if I'm in the bathroom when when the race starts? What if this happens? What All the what ifs, that's all speculation. Everything is always 
at least the negative self-talk is based on speculation. We have to focus on what we know to be true. Let's take the example of my track meet again. What did I know to be true? I knew that I practiced. I knew that I showed up to practice. I knew that I had the ability to do it. So what's stopping me? If I have the ability to do this, what is stopping me? That's what I knew to be true in that moment. Focus on what you know 100% to be true, without a doubt. Focus on those things. And by focusing on that, you're being more present in the moment. And by being present, like I said before, you're not giving the negative self-talk attention. You're not giving it space to pop up and mess up your great moments. So focus on what you know to be true. And it'll help you to be present, which will also help you to quiet that negative self-talk. And like I said, negative self-talk can be overwhelming. We all go through it, so don't feel like you're alone because you're not. But when we learn to quiet it, to let it fade away, to shut it down, we learn to live a healthier, happier life for ourselves. And it becomes so much easier to think positively and have a more positive outlook on life and we and we learn to grow a lot more all right guys that is the end of today's episode like i said before i'm trying to brainstorm what we could use to replace the quote of the week so until then we are going to simply end our episode here i hope you guys enjoyed this episode I enjoyed making this one. This was a really fun episode. I like this topic. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And please remember to leave a review and rate the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other platforms. And as always, you can contact me at the podcast email, which is all lowercase for us podcast 108 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media where I will be happy to interact with you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.